to Weekend at Berkman's, show about everything and nothing. I'm here with the old man, Mark Snyder. Howdy, howdy. And the bourbon hunter, Stephen Haddix. Hello, folks. I'm surprised we remembered how to do that. Uh, <laughs> All right. Kids, uh, kids okay. like to say it's been a minute. Um, I think the last time we did this was late February. And... Uh, I don't know what's going on here, fellas. I don't know if it's lack of motivation or just too much life or not enough I just lack of commitment. I've got whoa, multiple texts and, and conversation people and that have said, we are letting our listeners down. We have listeners that have been asking, when is the next pod? I'm like, guys, some of us are here. Some of us are available. There's some people that make excuses <laughs> with internet. They got this travel, all this other stuff. But hey, at least one out of three... Hey, we're wow. here. We're ready to roll. At least you didn't throw any of us under the bus, Stephen. I no, appreciate I, that. I, I speaking in generics, you know, they won't know which is which. Okay, here are we these, go. Are these people interested in paying for a podcast? Yeah. Maybe. We'll have to, I'll have to yeah. go speak mm-hmm. with them. I'll have to work with the accounting department, too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't. Well, the last month I didn't really have anyone banging down the door, being like, "Hey, we'll pay wow. for this podcast." Unfortunately, but, yeah, that would have been good though, right? Maybe, maybe that's the we created some scarcity in the market, if you will, but uh, didn't exactly um, generate any revenue, as far as I'm aware of. But uh, you know, I, I'll be I'll be back down in Houston at some point. Maybe we can do a little creative meeting. And uh, have some heart to hearts and whatever else, and figure out what this is going to be. But for the time being, episode number thirty-one. Um, do either of you happen to know a famous professional basketball player with the number thirty-one? Um, Dirk Nowitzki. No, not no. even close. Okay. I don't know. Um, Michael I'll give Jordan. You a- I'll give you a hint. Oh, it's on the. Lord. It's on my hometown team, the Pacers. Larry Bird. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh, good grief! Uh, Would you stop, uh, Jermaine? Reggie O'Neal. Miller. Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller. It's Reggie the. It's Miller. the Re- Reggie Miller episode. Boom, 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 um, boom, and we, boom. Uh, when I originally wrote some of the notes for this um, lost episode, if you will, it said <laughs> it was still winter time. You know. Yeah, it said end of March. Uh, March Madness, and now we are uh, just a couple of days away from April Fools. Um, so, wow! At this point in time, you you know those of you who are into college basketball and March Madness have made your way through, and we're now, um, you know, now into the Final Four, which should be coming up um, mm-hmm. this weekend. So, uh, like I said, you know, we've had some things get in the way of doing these episodes, some uh, vacation and and trips. Mark, I wanted to just I wanted to get a quick rundown from you um, on it. You know, either, you know, this is probably about your sixth vacation um, to to Colorado since we started the pod. So if you want to skip that, because since we've heard it before, I think that'd be okay. But maybe. Maybe your trip to Hungary. Oh, um, yeah. And and also, if you know, if you'd like to take a minute to, you know, thank your employer, 
for getting some time off, you know, feel feel free to do that as well. I mean, but, I feel uh, that's where I should start. You're right, Mike. Okay. I should thank my employer for allowing me to give get get some time off. I mean, Stephen has brought this to our attention that we really mm-hmm. need to thank our employers more. Got to grease the wheels. Uh, yeah, I got to grease grease the wheels and just thank them for what they do. You know, for me, because um, without them, I, I wouldn't be anything, which is true. Um, yeah, so. I, I did. I just got back from uh, Budapest. Uh, I think on this podcast, we kind of joke a little bit about the pronunciations, both by the Hungarians that pronounce it and those that believe that they're world travelers. We all have that friend, right, that acts like they know everything about everything. And, you know, they say they pronounce every word correctly. They've had every food possible and uh, what have you. But there's people that get very into how they say you know the where, where I went, and it's Budapest, as it's written on paper. You know, but uh, there's people that pronounce it Budapest. You know, like Joe Pesci, Bud Budapest. <laughs> um, but yeah, I went there for a week. Uh, got a team over there, and uh, for work, uh, it is I think one of the unsung cities of Europe. I think it uh, is easy to get in and around. Wonderful food, nice people great hotels um very scenic uh depending depending on where you go like the architecture is amazing um the food's fantastic there's both local cuisine that i got you know i usually uh, go indulge in as well as great uh you know foods and ethnicities from around the world um you know i I think i sent you guys a few pictures of local brews that i had which i thought was fantastic as well as a few uh, maybe international uh, beverages from nearby uh, countries. Um, big, uh, the one thing that struck me that I forgot about, because I hadn't been there since like 2019, is it felt like everybody smoked. Ooh. And it was just a lot of smoking. <laughs> um, and it's it vaping? You know, not, all of That's the just Europe. That could be true, but That's it's like, just your and, and my team, you know, and, I, and I'm in meetings all day, you know, and they're like, Hey, let's, you want to go grab a coffee? And I'm like, okay, cool. Let's go get the free stuff, you know, like in the canteen or kitchen in the, in the office. No, no, no. You go downstairs. It's a thing. Like you get a coffee and generally it's a very strong coffee. Like it's not like a latte. <laughs> it's like a, a, a double espresso. And then they sit there and smoke. And I'm like, dude. That's like the the bifecta of accelerants for the body, right? It's like you got caffeine and then you got the nicotine. Um, meanwhile, I'm like the the gringo standing there, like choking over everybody's smoke and then trying to, you know, drink my my uh, Americano, you know, where everybody else is drinking their triple espresso <laughs> at you know one p.m. But I, I loved everything about. I, I give them a hard time about smoking, um, but I love everything about it. Uh, I, I think the people there are great um food's fantastic and even the coffee and smoke breaks uh i i still would put up with that because it's, it's a fantastic place to go visit highly encourage people to go visit very o- open welcoming um not a difficult place to get to um yeah i i, I highly recommend budapest did you end up getting uh steven a magnet I did. I'm not going to, I can show it to you. Yeah. Yeah. I sent him a picture of a magnet wall uh, and he circled one that he wanted and uh, picked that one up for him. Yeah. Okay. A, lot of, 
a lot of options. There's, I think there's too many options in the magnet game these days, but uh, he picked a good one. He picked a good one. Thank you. I hope you got him the one of the locals smoking down by the coffee shop. That'd be... <laughs> <laughs> no, with the whole smoking thing, that's just Europe. Like I've seen um, a cigarette vending machine that's outside fair. elementary school. I mean, like that's, that's just, oh, it is dude, just yes. what happens the there, sig- man. They're, the cig the cig vending machines um, yes. are everywhere and like yes. it's a thing. And um, so, yeah, I mean, that, that's just everywhere you go. You just got to prepare right. for it and, it doesn't my really bad. bother me. Like, yeah, okay. I, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't want my clothes to reek like it. But, um, oh no, I had to burn, I had to burn a lot of the clothes when I got back. I mean, it was. Oh, here we go, Stephen. Where, where do you? St- I put a, I put a city in the chat, and uh, I, I want to know where do you stand on the whole like local <laughs> pronunciation versus book, you know, American pronunciation. Where do you stand on that? I say it exactly how you say, Mike. Edinburgh. Oh, Edinburgh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Edinburgh. I, yeah, that's not say how it's like spelled. You. That's not what about how that it's one? Spelled. That one's Barcelona. Barcelona. You got to okay. put a little bit of the uh, you know slippery slippery s and c in there. A little Barcelona. Barcelona. Miguel okay. Angel Jimenez. Yeah, Barcelona. Well, I you know I for some reason it just. Because I, I get the sense that when people are pronouncing it like a local, that they're trying too hard. You know, we used yes. to have an Edinburgh, yeah. yes. Indiana. Um, and so oh. I used to call it Edinburgh. And then when I went to Scotland, I was calling it Edinburgh. And they're like, well, why don't you, you know, why don't you call it the way the, you know, you're supposed to with Edinburgh? And I'm like, okay, well, I don't, it just feels like I'm trying to be something I'm not. But, uh, you know, maybe. When you were there, Mark, was it? Were you using the Budapest? Um, I don't recall saying the the shh. You know, I think I told a few people that I was here, but no, I, I said Budapest. Um, okay, because I just I, I feel like it's it's trying to your point, trying too hard. You know, it's like I, I'm not ashamed of my you know Texan background, and it's like it's Budapest. That's what it says on paper. Um, but I respect those, you know, the locals that pronounce it more eloquently. Um, but those people that are like, we know who I'm talking about here. Those mm-hmm. that are trying a little too hard. Uh, okay. You know, but no, I, I said Budapest. Yeah. Or Edinburgh. Which, which, uh, which side of the river you like better? You like the Buddha side or the pest side? What's the favorite there, Mark? What's the go-to? You know, I got to go to both this time. And they're both kind of cool. I, I've not been to both sides before in the same mm. trip, and I enjoyed both sides. Mm. I, I, don't get me wrong. Uh, which, which the we stayed at the same place, the Marriott. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the, the pest Buddha side. side. The pest side. The Buddha side was different. Like I, I got a couple people that I that on my team that live over there. Got to go over there. It's cool. I mean, and I hadn't been there before. It's pretty. It there's some cool stuff over there. It is cool. Yeah. Yep. Had to ask. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I'm glad. I'm glad that you got to do that. You know, I Thank you. Um, tried to do it on location. Tried the time. The time difference with the <laughs> you know way know. of the clock. I know. Mark wasn't willing to stay up late, or I mean, it just I here we go. <laughs> 
It's because he what if you had had the espressos, we we yeah. could the triple, we could have done it. Dude, I I crashed hard some nights after too much caffeine. I mean, it was bad. Anyway, um, yeah. So I uh, I also had a chance to do um do a little bit of traveling. So I um got we got my wife's got some family in uh, Asheville, North Carolina. Have have either of you been to Asheville or or the Blue Mountains or the kind of the, the western portion of North Carolina? I have not, uh, but I've heard a lot of great things about Asheville. I spent a little yeah. bit of time in uh, the Raleigh Durham era, but I don't know if that's okay. what you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, this is about it's about four hours west. Um, nope. and it's a, Never mind. it's an interesting, interesting little town. It's, it's very hilly. Hmm. Um, it's at the, I, I think it, I'd call it the foothills of the, um, the blue mountains, which, which I think the tour guide said was as a result of the flowers farting or the tree, the something oh. like, like blue, something being, um, emitting from the, the trees or the flowers, um, is what, what makes it look blue um, it's also, you know, anchored by the Biltmore, if mm. you've if you've heard of that, which I think is the Vanderbilt, if I remember some, some, that family there. Um, so it's a I would say it's a uh, kind of a big little town, if you will, a lot of nature in the area. But but uh, uh, to steal Mark's line, a lot of good cuisine there, too. There's there's a lot of variety. So mm-hmm. um, one of those places where. Um, you know, it's, it's very quaint, very pretty. I think it's a fortune to live there. Um, I just don't think that there's a lot mm-hmm. of housing and there's a lot of older housing to live there, but, um, I, I was there and then I was also in the, the Raleigh area and it's a pretty state. I mean, there's, there's a lot of trees there. Uh, mm-hmm. seems like there's, you know, a lot of outdoor activities, kind of a, a mild climate, um, you know, relatively decent cost of living. Hmm. Um, I've, I've always the beach said that. Too. Yeah. If you get all, all the way out all east, right. The all yeah. the way out east. Um, I've always said that's, that's one of the areas that I think, you know, depending on haven't exactly narrowed in what the retirement house situation is going to be, whether that's going to be, mountain or mountain lake or beach or beach lake or you know whatever the uh option there is but i always thought that area um might be a nice one somewhere in appalachia or the smokies or um even nashville something to that effect so um always love uh going back there it's just nice to go somewhere where there's some elevation and uh you know, other than overpasses and the mix master, um, some <laughs> elevation, um, and, and some trees, the high five, a little bit of culture. <laughs> uh, and then I also had a chance to go to, to DC, uh, to Ooh, the nation's wow. capital. So that was fun. Uh, this was right on the heels of the, the cherry blossom mm. festival or, or blooming. Um, and, uh, the, the, one of the nights I was there that I got a chance to walk around. It was, it was beautiful weather. Uh, was, you know, not too far from, um, the white house and the, the Capitol and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I, uh, 
I was walking around the the White House area and I happened to get on the one side of the house and I started to walk into the parking lot and a gentleman with a assault rifle walked over and kindly reminded me to get back onto hmm. the uh to the walkway. Oh. Um, so they got they got more people there. The Heinz got pickles and I you know, I always <laughs> there's this joke about Right. That that everybody makes a big deal about, which is, well, it's a secret service, you know, but they're not really secret. And I was like, OK, what you know, yeah. whatever. When I think of secret service, I think, uh, you know, guys in uh, blazers protecting the president, whatever. Yeah. But you walk around the White House and they got they got people in like full tactical gear and like guns and everything else. It's like secret mm-hmm. service written on the. And I'm like, OK, well, now now I get it. Right. Because if I'm coming in from another country. And I see somebody's got Secret Service written on them, and they're sitting there and playing, you know, playing day. It's like that's kind of a joke. Yeah. Um, well, when you when you meandered up the driveway, you should have said I was looking for the ice cream. Yeah, I was looking I for heard the they ice have cream. Chocolate, chocolate, Chalk, chocolate, chocolate chip. Sorry, go ahead. Um, but I one one thing I did want to mention was I was trying to find a place to eat. And it wasn't mm. wasn't too easy. A lot of a lot of low par, as Stephen would say, a lot of low par restaurants there low on par. Google Maps in the area. It was really hard to find someplace. But this is one of those true kind of like oasis in the desert moments. I'm I'm walking up some random street and I look over and on my right, I see a car mines. And wow. so was, yeah, so I, I had to so I was like, you know what? Screw all this other stuff. I went in, I sat at the bar, I got a pound of Caesar, I got a pound of meatballs. Did you, and... did you get the full-size car battery? Well, no, I, I didn't. Um, by yourself? I, I, yeah, I come by myself, right? And, I, and I'm like, I don't want to okay. spend $100 and eat, yeah. you know, $20 worth. So the problem is, is that what pasta do you get with meatballs? Because, like, mm. I got the rigatoni and it, was, it wasn't great. Right, so I'm like, and I don't, spaghetti? I don't really... spaghetti. Is it spaghetti? Yeah, like, yeah. spaghetti, yeah, spaghetti and meatball. Yeah, little. Uh... Yeah, no. I, yeah, that's, I think that's it... a good question. What what it pairs with best? But man, Mike, yeah, you really make me hungry thinking about those meatballs. Seriously, man. those are smoky. Yeah, and I and I had just taken that for granted. Um, but if you go back and look, there are not a lot of car mines. Um, across, the, I think there's like one in Vegas, a couple in New York, mm. one in DC, and somewhere else. And so one, once I saw that, I was like, I was, I was really happy um, with that decision. Oh yeah. I think uh, we got some some big news on Stevens' side as well, vis a vis transportation. Is that is oh. that right, Stephen? What? Yeah, no, sad day. <laughs> Were you broke day. down on the side of the road? Why is it sad? Uh, I, here's the thing. I oh, really like the Tahoe for a lot of reasons. Tahoe. But it, the hoe, yeah, the, the old <laughs> rickety hoe. But that, that hoe broke down on me so many times and cost me so much money. Um. Yeah, it was it was time. I told myself, you know, the next the next issue, it was gone. And I I had said that multiple times. I fell on my own word. And then finally, 
AC went out in February, and then, you know, the battery went out, which, again, you know, I can't fault the battery. You're going to change it every couple of years anyway. But it was time. That was probably issue. It got so bad, guys, that, you know, when I took it to Firestone again, they actually offered me my own parking spot. They offered me a plat. <laughs> in my own parking spot and I was talking to the guy I'm like uh, I'm here again he's like holy crap and he scrolls back on my history and he's like well, yeah you deserve your own parking spot we got to get you one I said hey you know here's what I'll here's what I'll ask I'm about to trade this in and I don't want a parking spot my next vehicle will I want sure it doesn't come here often can I substitute a parking spot for an F1 pass or something like that like just get me into a pit pass at an F1 race, I'm sure Firestone does a lot of uh, sponsoring. Okay. But needless to say, yeah, uh, the Tahoe <laughs> is gone. My my wallet uh, mm. will thank me later. But, yeah, I got a new vehicle, got a new SUV. And there's definitely niceties of the new vehicle, eight years newer. You know, there's definitely the niceties, but there's certain things that I miss. It's definitely uh, – Hasn't fully sunk in yet. Still feels like a rental car or something. Like uh, I'm like it's the Tahoe's in the shop like it normally was, and I'm gonna go get it. But yeah, it'll hit me at some point. Uh, New yeah, car. My dad, my dad used to say he had some sort of frequent uh, members card at the Church Brothers Repair back in uh, Indiana, as we we had the cars in the shop a little too often. Yeah. Um, yeah, that car had. Uh, that Tahoe had some nice ambient noise inside. It's oh, kind of yeah. like a like a loud oh, fan. Yeah, um, yeah that was that was the second of three times that the AC uh, acted up on me. So that yeah, that was number two of three AC mm. issues. So you know, it was okay. perfect timing too. It was last summer, right at your bachelor party, Mike, when it was 127 <laughs> degrees out in Austin, Texas. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, you, your new car, Ford Explorer, another SUV. Okay, and of course you know what Ford stands for, right? Found on road dead. Hmm. Yeah, or oh, fix yeah. or re- fix or repair daily. Um, <laughs> so hopefully that won't be your hey, experience. The positive of a new vehicle is I have a three-year bumper-to-bumper warranty and then a five-year powertrain that might get the extended warranty. So needless to say, if it's not an oil change or my tires, it's covered. So that is the nice thing. Okay. It won't cost I'm, me a dime. I'm looking forward to uh, taking a ride in that, that bad boy over there craft grill get a little i mean you, you are you gonna get like the uh the dark windows mm. and the the uh fbi wheels i feel like explorers like like one of them police cars yeah um, a lot so. tahoe's used to be the police car a lot of tahoe's now it's the explorer but yeah no i got the front windows are tinted as dark as i want them um, okay i do not plan on uh you know making it a houston low rider or anything crazy um yeah keeping it as is but yes i'm happy with how it is stock off the the ford lot okay so was the police car choice till too many people got away i assume because yeah because it broke down down. yes exactly or the engine (laughs) would overheat or blow a blow a front axle or something yeah exactly okay all right uh and just to 
just to run out the opening here, want to want to check in on uh, what your all's kind of shows du jour uh, might be. What you're watching these days? I at the moment I got my well, Wednesdays are real nice because oh. I get a Survivor with probes uh, coming on every every Wednesday. New that's kind of old TV with the the rabbit ears that's you know something to look forward to can't miss um because i literally don't have dvr uh and then um mandalorian also comes out on wednesdays uh which is quite interesting right when all you know all these online uh newfangled shows usually they do like a release of a season or whatever but this uh mandalorian it's i think it's deemed a um space opera um by the by the likes of john favreau it's in its third season um pretty pretty highly acclaimed um even even though maybe it's not mainstream like for people like mark a star wars series but if you get a chance um i know Stephen, we let you down and we haven't made time to watch any shows but uh if you get a chance to maybe watch a an episode or two of this season it's a it's pretty pretty good show pretty um enticing appealing keeps you keeps you glued in and it's you know harkens back a little bit to my childhood we we talked about tgif on the show you know since mandalorian is a release every week it gives you um a little bit to look forward to every week so that's that's kind of what i got uh going on survivor if you haven't gotten into this season yet it's still relatively new i don't think they've gotten into the merge yet um but that uh, you know that continues to to deliver on the excitement as well. Do we either one of you have any shows you're currently hooked on or would recommend to the to the listeners? Yeah. It's a nighttime up there in dc with the black suburbans and you know all that <laughs> this is a uh, secret service i'm, I'm not going to give it away but highly recommend um and so i happened to happen to see the preview for that one it was it was pretty scary had some folks asking I don't know if you yeah. watched no, the preview. No, it's nothing like gory. But it's pretty or, or scary. Scary. Um, it's it's just guys. It's I, just I DC in a nutshell. My my internet okay. connection just crapped out on you there. Uh, what'd you say? What was the one you you were talking about, Mike? We, we, yeah, you internet. got a hotspot. Yeah, I, apparently my uh, twelve fifty baud connection here crapped out. What was the show you mentioned, Mike? That's where oh, I, I lost you. Yeah, it's so bad. Sorry about that. Repeat uh, it well, for the viewers, for the listeners. <clears throat> I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm assuming at your bit rate, you probably missed the last ten minutes. So I talked about Survivor. Mandalorian. I heard Survivor. No, I heard all that. Mandal. Yeah, I got it. Got it. Night. You're mentioning a show. Uh. uh well, I was just asking y'all what kind of shows you had. I know Steven had tasked us with watching Full Swing, 
yeah. um, which was like uh, swing and a miss for you guys. Mm-hmm. Hey, it is opening day. Da, da, na, na, na. Da, 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 yeah, you guys didn't even make it to the. You guys didn't even hit it to the ladies' tees. So, well, it but it is opening day baseball season. That's probably yes. worth a mention. So, uh, day one of four hundred for this season. Um, <laughs> but no, we d- didn't get a chance. I didn't get a chance. Why well, no? I uh, sat down. And went and looked at the episodes in full swing. And, mm. you know, like I bypassed the JT episode. I bypassed the Kopka episode. Kopka. Um, it just like at, at the risk of being too contrarian, like I, I just mm. I watched the Poulter episode and I didn't feel like it it hooked me in enough. Like, is that the first I, one? Did you? I mean, you have to no, start at the beginning. Exactly. He, you, you skipped over good ones and went for the worst episode of the <laughs> season with the one of the like worst golfer uh, personalities, uh, no longer on tour on the live tour. But you chose that one, and you're like, I'm not really sure about this show. Well, no crap, Mike. Like you chose the worst one. I mean, what one of the things that has brought me into golf and retained me as the Ryder cup. Like I am a every year like that's or every other year. Like that's what I live for. And I was, I wanted the, the behind the scene. I wanted him talking about filet and the U S team, like all that, like all that kind of stuff. And I just, I think it was just more about his cars and pants. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, this isn't really going to do it for the casual fan or the, uh, diehard fan and so um i everybody's been raving about f1 drive to survive and i think this is kind of a a spin <clears throat> on that so so maybe you know i i used to be a huge fan of the Faraday show i don't know if if folks oh yeah oh any, yeah yeah and so you know you would get sort of he never i don't think he ever got tiger or phil they pretty mm. much got everyone else, and so it would range from the you know the Duffy Waldorf Phil. episode. Oh, he did he did get yeah, Phil. I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, you wore wore black jacket. Okay, Leather so the, <laughs> the the Duffy Waldorf episode all the way to the you know to the the Phil apparently, um, and so I, so for me, I'm kind of waiting for maybe season two, full swing, gonna have some better some better storylines. Um, but, but Steven, mm. if you watch the whole thing, you know, per, you know, you don't have to sell me, but if you feel like all the upper, other episodes were pretty, pretty intriguing, then maybe I just need to give it another fair shake. I mean, I, th- I thought it was pretty good. I, I, I truly, I mean, the, the Justin and, uh, excuse me, the, yeah, Justin Thomas and Spieth one was good. The Brooks one really just kind of, it solidifies a lot of what I thought about Brooks last year or two. I mean, I really did like him when he was on his, you know, crushing the majors, um, kind of blanking on the other ones right now. But again, I, I thought it was very good, very intriguing, just kind of cool to see behind the scenes. Um, oh, what's his face? It won the U S open last year. Uh, uh, English guy. Help me out. Uh, Oh, not Cam Smith. Uh, I know he's Australian. Shush. Jeez, uh, I can picture his face. 
Yeah. It's kind of like or behind the scenes or whatever it's called. Um, the, the Champions Tour. Uh, I think it's called like champ, uh, Champions Tour behind hmm. the scenes or something like that. They have that weekly that they go around with the Champions Tour guy and see him at their home golf club, whatever. Like it felt like that, but just in a better show on Netflix with the PGA guys, not the not the oldies, right? Not uh, not the senior tour. So, again, I found it very good. I think, Mike, for me, give it one more shake with a good episode. Don't pick the worst personality to watch. And then, Mark, you at least, you know, you got no excuse. Well, at least watch one. Okay. I mean, I need to. I, I Yeah, I need to. I feel bad. It's okay. Yeah, I know. Okay. Oh, maybe if they they did like a Pat Perez episode or something, I then what, be a winner. Him shoot eighty five. Hey, he's <laughs> he's been hot. He's been hot this year. He's been cumulative. He's, he's been sub eighty at least under. twice. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's been beating Phil. Well. All right. Well, let's uh, uh, let's move on to this week in golf. So it's been been several weeks more than a month um but so i'm gonna try to try to hit some of the highlights here but steve yeah. one weekend are they situation there those clubs made it out of the i'm sure you took them out of the tahoe yeah, uh, no, I think I left him in there. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I, with the effort that y'all gave on watching full swing, I've done the same on practicing my swing. So they have not Dude, left that's their terrible. current location. Um, but yeah, soon, soon, soon. I'm at two of what was my commitment? 18? A lot. 18. Mm-hmm. I think it was 18. So I'm mm-hmm. all right. I got 16 to go. I can make it work, I think. But yes, uh, I pulled the you guys on full swing on my golf clubs. So, I mean, I yeah, I don't know what what's going on there in your in your head and your heart. But after the last time we played, and some of the putting woes, like I, <laughs> I could see how it could be tough to get back out there. Um, for, uh, uh, both both me and you. Um, but uh, okay, well. We'll we'll wait. Uh, one maybe once I get down there and we get in the heat of summer, we can go out and play some early rounds or something. Um, so we had several tournaments. We had the uh, we had the Honda, which I think was the um, actually the last year for the Honda, even though uh, old Jackie baby Nicholas going to stay involved there. Um, but that was uh, Chris Kirk. Um, mm. Ended up winning that one down down in Palm Beach Gardens. Um, that was not a designated event. So just to give you a a flavor, right, of the difference, you know, you win a a designated event like Kirk got one point five for that, and the week before, Jan Ram, um, who's cooled down like the other side of the pillow, you know, he won three point six. Um, at Genesis the week before. So quite a, quite a difference here between the um, designated and non-designated events. You may be saying to yourself, well, that's going to kill off the, um, you know, the non-designated Honda and 
you know, John Deere, I hear referenced quite a bit as kind of a uh, Chuck E. Cheese event. But if you've if you've studied it all, how this is going to work and who's going to get to play and what and how people are going to get a chance throughout the season to move from, you know, being eligible from non-designated to designated, um, I think it actually makes some of those lesser um, non-designated tournaments a bit more appealing, um, sort of a, a mid-year Q school, if you will, to get into some of those designated events. So I think that remains to be seen. This is very much a, a transitional season um, with this being the the first year with all the, the designated events. But um, I think it's important to note, you know, 1.5 million, that was still probably mm-hmm. on the top end of what some of the purses were last year for, for your, you know, any, any mm-hmm. given tournament. And so it's like, they're, yeah. they're doing a good job <clears throat> of keeping that and then moving the the designated ones up to, you know, three and above uh, for the it's winners. Insane. Like it, it is truly insane. Like I remember watching golf and I think I was watching golf when the first million dollar purse was around. Right. Mm-hmm. And then oh, when yeah. it got to two and then the big one, you know, when the players was the largest and I think, you know, at, at two or something like that, it's crazy mm-hmm. just how insanely it's blown up. And like they were comparing what uh, I think just Rom's little stretch there was more than all of what Arnold Palmer made on tour. And again, I know we're talking decades difference, but it is just monopoly Chuck E. Cheese ticket money mm-hmm. that they're making. Like it, it it is truly hard to fathom just how much these guys that are winning are making in a year. And that's just their on course money. Yeah. And that from what I've that's crazy what they're making. And I think good for them. Everyone will attribute that to Tiger. I think he's Oh yeah. It'd be interesting to see how much money he's made all of these these people over the years compared to what um what golf used to be. Uh then you <clears throat> just a few other tournaments that transpired so you had the Bay Hill which is of course uh, Arnie's um Arnie's tournament so Kurt Kitayama ends up winning that one quick download on him uh, maybe not a household name. Uh, so he's 30, uh, comes from Chico, California, and uh, went to UNLV. Um, mm-hmm. Do you do you all, of course, know who our favorite uh, UNLV alum is? Pat Perez? I'll give you a hint. He's not in golf, but... Hmm. Not in golf. Say well, Give, I was, give us I a sport. I was well. It's not a sport. It's oh. like a he's a mayor, um, and he he's in the uh, the culinary world. Oh, get out, Guy Fieri! Guy Fieri, the mayor, yeah, the mayor mm. of Flavortown. Oh wow! Uh, so <laughs> you know, he's a running reb too, and uh, Kitayama turned pro in 2015. Um, earned his tour card in mm. 2021. This was, I think, his first win. Um, so, and he, and he gets into the Masters, I believe, with that uh, yeah. mm. win at Bay Hill as well. So, that's, um, that's pretty big. I tell you what, I miss uh, I miss Bryson 
at that event. I remember when Bryson was, you know, pushing 300 pounds or whatever, mm-hmm. large cranking him over that. Was that number six is the, uh, the big horseshoe <laughs> oh, yeah. par five. The horseshoe, the water. Yeah. 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 I'm taking it. I'm taking it for granted, fellas. Um, are, are we lucky being in the Houston area having tour 18? Like is, is tour 18 a course that oh, exists yeah. in other, what? <sighs> Uh, what, what was the one up in your neck of the woods? The Legends or the Architects? Oh, yeah. yeah that was money. That was well, great. Mm-hmm. 418, though, Mike. Don't get me wrong. It, it's cool in theory when you look at it online and you get out there and you're like – and, again, it's not going to be close, yeah. right? But it, yeah. for for what you pay, it's more about course conditions, right? That course, I don't know. Yeah. The two times it's, I played out there, in I was great not shape. impressed. Uh-huh. Okay, so just so folks know what I'm talking about here. So there's a course in – is that in Dallas too? Yeah, there's one in Dallas. There's one in Dallas. There used yeah. to be, yeah. And there's, there's one – uh, yeah, yeah. Course in Dallas, and the one I'm talking about is in Houston. It's called Tour 18, and it's uh, just, just north of the airport there from what I remember. And yep. each hole is a famous hole from a famous course. And so, like, they – and I thought on some of them they did a pretty dang good job of, of recreating them. Like the number six at Bay Hill that goes over the water, the par five, you got something similar. We're on the tee. It's a lot of risk-reward. Go as far left as you want, but you got to you gotta carry the water. They had a couple – I think they had mm-hmm. Amen Corner. Um, and so what I want to say yeah. – when I was new to the Houston area and I was a new hire, it was pretty like it was a good deal. Like I think it was in pretty good shape. Mm-hmm. It was not too expensive, and then eventually it became expensive, but was in good shape. And then I think it eventually was expensive and wasn't in good shape. So, Stephen, I can understand why maybe you're a little soured. But when I first moved to Houston back in like the <laughs> mid two thousands, it was a gem. Right. You take people out there and they get to play a little Amen Corner, a little Marion, a little Bay Hill, a little Pebble. It's like it's a pretty good deal. But um Yeah. I don't remember too much about architects in New Jersey. Like Oh, it's nice. It, I mean it was nice. It was a cool course. The I'm not sure that the uh landscape offered enough variety and you know to get all you know, many different types of holes out there, but the, you know, the brats at the turn were absolutely dynamite. So that was, well, I wouldn't know. Cause there were two left and I got there a third. So yeah. I got a hot dog. It was pretty good. That's what it's not like, but yeah, no, thanks guys. <laughs> I feel that that that's revisionist or histrionics. We mm-hmm. certainly would have shared, mm. you know, uh, one quarter of ours each to give you a half. If that I'm was sure. the case. Um, Don't worry, the hot dog was good. It was more yeah. about the setting, being with you guys. Yeah, you could have put whatever Absolutely. on a bun. I would have just enjoyed being with you guys, but I do, I do remember that. I do. Yeah, hold that was a good one. <laughs> uh, we had the the players, which um, Scotty Shuffler won. Uh, uh-huh. I don't. I don't remember that being that. Was, I think was an absolute runaway. So that, of course, wasn't too interesting, if you ask me. Um, Four point five million. He wins in that one. Absolutely insane. That has to be the highest wow. ever. I, yeah. I can only oh, imagine. No doubt. Yep. Um, so he's he's having wow. a good year. Um, even though Rom was kind of the early early favorite, but Rom's pretty much fell off the face of the earth. I think he he WD'd from 
from one of these tournaments. Um, oh, really? Then you had the Valspar down in the, mm-hmm. uh, the Tampa area. And so that one, Taylor Moore, the winner. But what was interesting there, I, and and I don't I don't get a chance to watch all these tournaments. I had a chance to sit down and watch the end of that. And I don't know if either one of you had a chance to watch the end of that, but there was a, uh, a yep. Purdue grad. Uh, oh, Shank. yeah. Shank. Shanks. Was it Shanks? Shanks. Shanks. But his caddy on the back Shank. just said bunker. Bunker. Okay. Yeah, they didn't want to put Shank on the back of his jersey oh, or whatever his okay. uh, caddy bib. Like him, him and Spieth had a chance on the last hole oh, yeah. um, to, to get into a playoff. And uh, what was crazy was um, Shank, of course, hits his drive up against a tree with a pole, ironically, and uh-huh. uh, has to <laughs> hit it left-handed. One of these like hooded left-handed shots uh-huh. ends up hitting it too well through the fairway and uh, ends up. I can't. I think I can't remember if he made par. Needed to make make birdie or whatever. But no, ends up he not. bogeyed. Bogeyed needed to make par to make it to the uh, playoff. But you know that's the way it goes. Speak the same way. He puts it in the drink. Ridiculous. That was you know? that was very intriguing, right? Because it's just like yep. hit your final drive um, up against the tree. So that was that was pure drama. Then you had the match play in Austin. Apparently, this is the last year. I think. Yep. Dell decided um, to stop sponsoring it. So does does that mean that they're just not going to do like a match play tournament at all in, in March Madness time frame? Currently, yeah, current, that's, that's the, the current uh, status. Yep. And there's a lot of unhappy people because that's mm-hmm. the that's the very last one. You know, I I remember the old match play when it was in Arizona oh, a decade yeah. ago, and and again, everyone really loved that course. But regardless, it's still fun to see match play i mean i I, you know the one time a year i do enjoy it a little bit it's different kind of golf um but Mm. it's i I don't know i do think that they got to figure out a way to have at least one match tournament throughout the year not just only Ryder cup president cup to me you got to have at least one tournament so what was it just was it that they said we're not going to do it with Dell anymore, or we're just going to potentially just scrap the format altogether. Like, why not just find a new sponsor and still do it during March Madness? That's what I don't, I'm not quite sure. I think, think Dell said that they were done. I think Austin Country Club even said, like, some of the members were like, me, my understanding, because these tournaments shut your course down for two, three months as they get prepared, but at two months. Um, and then Dell, uh, the way I, a story I read said sponsors aren't very happy about it because like the last day, the day that it's supposed to be like culminating up into this big deal. Sometimes it just fizzles like this, this one hour and a half left in the coverage and it's already over. So no commercials, no nothing. Mm. So at our, sorry, there's commercials. It's just the golf's over. So they're, you know, they're like paying for all, all this money. And then it's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Okay. <clears throat> well, it's just I guess gives Liv more opportunity to uh, to do things that the tour won't uh, potentially. But uh, this week is the Valero in uh, San Antonio. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think typically too ex- exciting. Um, I'm looking at it now, it looks like play was suspended, but Padraig Harrington up at the top of the leaderboard, and then um, big one. <clears throat> is um 
the week after, which is of course oh, Augusta yeah. and the Masters. So, um, and that you know that one that one will be super spicy with the with the live folks coming in. Have you seen the pairings already? The feature pairings? Oh, oh are they out, baby? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Please tell me they put together live and non-live. Yes, you better yeah, believe yeah, it. They so did. you got you got. <laughs> I don't remember the thirds, but you got Tiger and Phil. Oh yeah. You got Rory and Brooks. Be Reed. I think. Okay. No, it wasn't Reed. I got. I think it's yet. Rory Brooks, and then I think it's Rory Brooks and Rom or something like that, and then. Gosh, there's another good one, but I okay, saw a couple on. of them. Mark, hopefully you can find it. I'm looking. You gotta love it. Augusta's like, oh, you know, we're we're so ashamed and so disheartened that people have gone to live, and you know, but we'll reluctantly let them back in. And All right, here we go. They... So it is Wood Scheffler Mickelson. It's oh yeah. Oh no, I don't know. No, Tiger Woods no. and Phil Mickelson, Rory with Brooks. Um, I'm reading here. Yeah. Anyway, so so that'll that'll be spicy, and we could you know maybe only hope for like a like a DJ Scheffler or something something crazy like that coming down to the end. Um, but this is certainly I I mentioned that you know sort of live. It's been many weeks going into that and uh, talking about the the live story that's arcing that. And then, you know, there's been a lot of chatter. I don't know if you all have been following, but a lot of chatter around some of the, the changes that are being proposed for the tour, uh, especially around <clears throat> potentially changing the golf ball for for the U.S. I think is the USGA mm -hmm. and maybe uh, one other tournament. I don't know if it's RNA or something else, but. Um, basically, basically that it flies a certain percentage, which I, I'm kind of like my mind immediately went to, are they going to have problems where people are like sneaking in illegal balls or, you know, using, using old balls or something to that effect. Mm. So I don't know if there's a market out there already where they're where they're making balls that go further but if they if they've got balls today and they're going to make balls that go less further it's yeah, going to be blue, a little blue pill for the balls you know it's uh... yeah i think i think you're going to have to put like a, an advisory on this podcast advisory on that if they go too far <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> no, I'm saying on the in the app oh. store i think oh, we're going to yeah, have an point. advisory on our pod Darn it. Of, uh, genitalia talk no um yeah but so that that one it does to me doesn't seem to have a lot of legs yet that we we have not gotten to the point where all of a sudden it's like okay new ball has to be used that goes less further so this is that one's just still still in the hopper but has been proposed and i i um you know uh, do do either of you have a strong opinion on whether or not we need to control distance, for, you know, whether it's for, um, 
you know, keeping acreage at a, for these courses and maintenance down to something that's a little bit more manageable or any other reason, like, do you care one way or another? I, so I'm, I'm, I'm more on the side of rolling the ball back and maybe it's not even ball. Like to me, you could also do it by adjusting the clubs. It when like the biggest difference in the last 20 years has not been the ball. The biggest difference in the last 20 years is that the lofts of your irons are now stronger by one to three degrees, depending on the iron. And so when you adjust a six iron down three degrees, that six iron is now going to fly like an old four, right? Mm. You're really changing it. So it's really the irons have gotten stronger on their loss or less lofted. So, so their balls are going farther. So I personally think that they need to roll something back, whether it be the irons or the ball, have standards on one of them. Because to me, I don't enjoy seeing on most of the par fours driver flip wedge. That's not mm. fun to me. Like the average golfer is going out and yeah, you'll have par fours that are shorter. You're hitting a wedge in, but there's plenty of times I'm driver six iron, something like that. Like it, I, make it, like, I don't enjoy tournaments 25 under. I don't enjoy tournaments 17 under. Like, and I think when you start making the par fours tougher with longer irons coming in, that will roll back some of the scores. I think then you have less par fives <clears throat> that are reachable and two less eagle opportunities or, or longer irons in on a, like a, a third shot versus a, you know, you're 20 yards off the green and it's a little wedge. So, uh, to me, that is not golf. Driver flip wedge is not golf. Yeah, I what but still what what I'm not sure of is <clears throat> is there any sort of like so I I understand what you're saying, but does anyone check that each round? Like I like you know, I don't even know if like, there's do a the regulation on it, you mean? Well, yeah, or like, hey, is your is your thing at the right? Uh, yeah. You know, Lost irons can lie. be any degree that yeah. they want. I mean, guys, guys make them stronger or weaker all the time. So there, there's no regulation on how strong or weak a loft can be on a club. So now we're, you know, now we're talking about instituting some sort of checks and then some, some checks on the ball. And checks I don't know and if doing checks on the ball anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, to make sure like the balls aren't too small, juicing them, that sort of thing. <laughs> so juicy I, balls, juicy balls. Okay. Yeah. Uh, quick little, just a little quick update on Live. So I won't go too much in detail. Thankfully, I don't have to because they've only played two <laughs> tournaments this year. I got a third of the of the year this weekend, but. Um, you guys were dogging Pat Perez. Uh, he's had he's had some pretty good finishes this year. Um, one of them is T seven minus five total, so that's pretty good. Some of the players oh. he beat, you may be interested: Poulter, Deschambeau, Sergio Mickelson, <laughs> Brooks Cooper, DJ Reed, Louis, and another Cooper. So he's, I mean, that's that's pretty good guys um mm-hmm. perez pretty hot this year um the uh cw 
network experience uh, with putting live on there on the weekends. Don't know how well that's working out. <clears throat> I saw one article that said there were more players than viewers, um, <laughs> which, which isn't too good. So I'm mm. sure if the three of us oh, tuned man. in, we'd probably quadruple the viewership. But yeah, I um, I just don't know where this is going. I don't know. I don't know how mm-hmm. live makes its money. Um, mm-hmm. if, if Perez is beating all those people, it's probably not the product they thought they were going to get anyway. <laughs> I don't think they're getting any, I know they got a few other folks that jumped over this year. Um, but no more big names really mm-hmm. in the five weeks that we've been off. So, um, this thing could be, could be going downhill quick. We'll see. I, I, I don't. I don't understand, as Stephen would say, Mark and I don't really understand technology. So I don't really understand why they had to move from, you know, YouTube to CW. But to me, it's like the ability to pull it up on my phone anywhere and watch it on YouTube at any time. Like that's Mm -hmm. more appealing than downloading the CW app um, or or tuning in on. So I I don't know why they had to make that change, but uh, that's not good. Not good for CW uh, with that low low viewership. Did you have a thought on that, Stephen? On Liv? Yeah, no, that what? does feel like a demotion going from YouTube to uh, CW. Mm-hmm. Um, couple things on Liv. Uh, speaking of like low viewership, but I will say that I saw pictures of their event in Phoenix or wherever it was in Arizona. The Tucson. crowds actually Tucson. The crowds actually looked like pretty good crowds, like more than what I thought. Um, so that, that was, I Hmm. wouldn't say surprising to me, but seemed like pretty good crowds there. So maybe, maybe the, uh, ticket sales are, uh, keeping them afloat, but again, we really Hmm. know it's Saudi money, right? But, uh, not that anybody cares. Um, part two of that is it came out in the last day or two. Have y'all seen the details on the breach of contract that these guys ever tried to leave live yes. if they tried to yes. the insanity of what that is if y'all yep. Mike if you I know it sounds like Mark is Mike it like death yeah, yeah you uh, owe back like 10x the amount of money you were given I mean it just it's crazy yep yeah it's somewhere like 4x so like somebody like mm-hmm. a DJ for example that got 100 125 million he would have to fork up four to five hundred thousand yep. dollars million uh, excuse me million excuse me i sound like uh, million. a president confusing our uh currency but four to five hundred million dollars to leave by Men's when like how, how long does he have to stay no any like anytime forever like if he in five years is like all right this lives thinks i'm playing with a bunch of jabronis it's over mm-hmm Four to five hundred million to go back to PGA if they would let him, right? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. I, I wondered though that they had to have known that in their contract, like that just didn't just pop up right now. They had to have known that in their contract when they signed that to get all that money. So either they knew that and they took that risk, or they have terrible lawyers. And now this is a surprise now, but this is never. Mm-hmm. This hasn't come up, which I'm shocked. This would have been even front page news when it first came up. So some of this is coming to light, I'm assuming, because of discovery as part of the the suits, right? So now it's like, okay, yeah. now we – because 
I, I, there had been some talk of, well, you know, will the PGA tour offer them amnesty to come back or will they have to sit out a year? And then they, but based on what you're saying now, they can never leave. Correct. Uh, yes. No, no. And there, there's Massive speculation. Penalty. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, huge. And there's speculation that this is coming out potentially because of the suits, but then also because there's maybe a player or two that are looking to bail on this thing. I mean, they're like, damn, do I really want to play with Pat Perez every you know month or something like that? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, especially when he's thumping them like he is. <laughs> just going out there and just melting them. Um, okay. Well, I've been um, I've been accumulating some some good knowledge from mm. golf.com so i'll give you yes. one one of three choices here either mm. um a way to um never miss putts again um a way to oh. avoid water on island greens wait is this choose our own adventure here or are you yes. going to give us all of it oh no okay what's oh, okay. the third uh the secret to good poutine all right, I want to get back. All right, I'll, I my vote is first one. I want to see how to putt less. Me is too. that what it was? Me too. How to make? Okay, so this is make according more to make more putts. According to legends, Lee Trevino and Ben Gentle Ben Crenshaw. Oh, um, so it's not okay. Well, that's different because mm-hmm. I was assuming it wasn't. I was assuming it was Johnny Nobody at Golf Channel giving his thoughts. So these are from former pros. Okay. Okay, I'll, you know what? I'll just give you all three then, but it'll be oh, yes. fire. Thank you. So Lee Trevino says, make every putt by moving the ball to the center of your stance for a shorter backswing and avoid decelerating. Um, so that one actually sounds pretty good. I'm, I'm going to give that one a try. Move it to the center of the stance. Um, Crenshaw says that the importance is to own your stroke and be comfortable with your stroke. So you know how I always push putts and miss like, like basically um, every hit them really bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I just mm-hmm. need to own that and find a way to be a good putter um, with doing that. Also, okay. of course, Crenshaw okay. had a famous thing where he said, you should squeeze the club, the the putter, like it's a, a tube of toothpaste. So maybe, you mm-hmm. know, don't, don't grip it so hard. Um, okay. The, uh, the ways to avoid, Water on island greens, you know, I didn't, I didn't write them all down, but uh, some of these titles, they're a bit loose with their promises. You know, make every putt, avoid water every time. So this basically the gist was, you know, make sure you've got the right yardage, play a shot you're comfortable with, tee the ball up a little bit, focus on the target. So um, no real government secrets there. So just like golf, right? I was assuming it was, Keep the ball in your pocket and drop it when you walk onto the green. <laughs> yep. This is this is exactly right, Steven. I'm like, the, the tips you're giving me, like, assume that I know how to play golf. Like, let's talk about <laughs> if I've got problems with actually hitting a green. G- give me some tips there. That would be helpful. And then the secret to a good poutine. So if, if you're not familiar with poutine or haven't had it, uh, sort of a delicious treat from our neighbors to the north uh, with – uh, a bed of uh, fries, potato fries, French fries, uh, some cheese curds, and then some gravy uh, smothered on top. So it's a locale treat. Um, and the, the secret, according to golf.com, oh. is, is, believe it or not, actually 
pretty valid this time the gravy um oh, which okay. which i would agree and then you get you get into the whole gravy debate it's like do you do the one from the from the bag do you do the the you know the cream gravy like cracker barrel do you do the mm. one with the giblets like at, mm. at christmas is all all sorts mm. of options okay all right and i think we're about due for the insperity uh oh, yeah. tournament which if mm. you recall last year when Stephen and Mark attended the Insperity, uh, you know, Alker's trajectory went. So um, Alker's had some pretty good showings this year. I think he's he's doing okay. He hasn't won anything yet, but it uh, might be time for you boys to get back to the Insperity oh, yeah. uh, meet and greet this year to, you know, Stephen, let, let him see your, your face again and have some good memories from back there at uh, Glen Eagles or wherever you Yeah, you Glen Eagles. Well, I tried to add him on LinkedIn, and I haven't been able to connect. I think he's been doing so good on Champions <laughs> Tour that he's no longer interested in, uh, you know, standard work like uh, the rest of us. So, and I even add, tried to add him on Facebook, a few other spots. Needless to say, I don't think he's a social media guy or he's like, man, why is the Steven stalker guy adding me on every social media network? It's like Alker. I'm trying to get you on the world famous web pod. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, maybe, maybe one of us on this pod will have a chance to connect with him, put in another good word mm. and see if we can get his new phone number because yeah. let's oh, yeah. say the old phone number for Steven Alker is no longer in existence. I oh, tried no. it. Okay, um, I had it in my phone, but needless to say, he's changed phone numbers. What a sham! If yep. you yeah, if you get a chance to go there, Mark, make sure you remind him of of I'm what he it. what he was doing before before and it. after for sure. I think one thing we can agree to on this pod, Stephen, is that we're pretty good at letting each other down. So, mm-hmm. um, yes. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> pretty low par. All right, let's get on. To something that's way overdue, boozing. Everybody's old <laughs> favorite segment, the old drink review. Start with the old man. There's no way we got any booze left here. Got to be another oh, yeah. two. I well, tonight was a, a shiner night. On on, I went with the uh, the old standby. But uh, boys, I got a real treat for you tonight. Uh, Kimberly, my wife, and I went to our our local watering hole here the other day, and it was shiner night. And they had all drafts or cans were like $2. And I said, okay, I'm game. I'll be your Huckleberry. And you love a good uh, deal. I love a good deal. I'm a value investor. I love a good deal. And bartender, let's call him Chris, because that's his name, uh, said, let me surprise you with a shiner. And I think you'll like it. Bring, brings me over a draft. Sets it in front of me. It looks, you know, uh, my typical lager-esque look and feel, um, color, you know. Uh, I smell it, and I'm like, whoa. And I put it to my mouth, and I take a sip of it. And boys, let me tell you, I was impressed with the strawberry blonde Mm. from Shiner. It's got a little hint of strawberry Got some nice notes to it. Uh, dare I use the word quaffable? I don't even know what that means. But uh, so I went out and found me a pack. Um, yeah. Okay. For those that can't see, the boys are sending me some real mean texts right now about uh, my beer selections. <laughs> That's not very nice. But no, Shiner Strawberry Blonde. I think this is a nice spring summer beer. Uh, it was. It was. 
you know, worth the $2 then. And I, I picked up a six pack. I'm going to submit the receipts. Uh, I think it was like $9. So, uh, you mm. know, but uh, hold on, let me take a sip. Is it sweet? No, it's really not, but it's got a, but yet it still has a strawberry aftertaste, which is quite nice. Like, mm. I, I mean, it it's really good. Um, I, I definitely put this in the category of, you know, you go out and pull the weeds, do the lawn like I'm starting to do again, come in, refreshing. Yeah. Hey, the stuff, <clears throat> the weeds are growing. My grass is not, but the weeds are growing, Stephen. Um, I'm at three and a half lawnmowers out of five on this. I, I like it. Half. It's refreshing. Yeah, it's a half, three and a half. Got it. Um, but no, I recommend it. Go out and try it. It's a nice addition to the Shiner uh, uh, lineup. Uh, the, the bottle's a little dainty looking, um, you know, so you might get a few looks as you check out uh, with a pack of strawberry, you know, flavored beer, you know, but uh, whatever. Wine Man coolers. Up. Buy it. Exactly. Man up and just check out. It's fine. That's me. Shiner. Strawberry blonde. Go get you a sixer. I feel like, Mike, maybe check the records. This might be history, but I think this is the first half. Half score? I think there's the first one with a point five, maybe. I feel like everything's been whole uh, numbers. Uh, I don't know if, if we have uh, it might be the first it might be the first half. That's fine. I, I respect that. But I went three and a half. I, you know, I, I've all stot. I brought you the all stot uh, lineup in February. Those were strong fours and fives. Yeah, I've, I've I felt like this was some of those. I felt like this was just slightly below that. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Shiner. I want to make no bones about it. Um, but this is yeah, four four three and a half. I guess the yeah um if if you have the choice between picking up a shiner box or one of these what are you what are you getting that that kind of helps me with calibrating oh, shiner box shiner box yeah still a box yeah okay. still a box yeah 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 okay mm -hmm. which is interesting because I do love I'm I'm kind of on a blonde kick um mm -hmm. so the the fact that this has a little hint of the strawberry too it sounds like the strawberry is more of a detractor than than bringing you in, especially if you're not right. picking it over no, the it's, standard it's, issue. It's not overpowering. It's it's a nice hint of strawberry. maybe that's the problem. Yeah, mm -hmm. they should have went harder. Uh, I know, maybe. Bourbon hunter, what do you got for us? If it's not gone already. Oh, it's close. Um, my <laughs> or, excuse me, Mark. If uh, if you need to do like a Stevens Lawn Care Corner, uh, mm -hmm. that sounds like you. You know, some people are used to dealing with their yards. Uh, that would be me. So if you need some help dealing with those weeds, you just give me a call. I'll help you out. Okay, cool. No, I appreciate that. It's like that. Tom Tynan. <laughs> Tom Tynan. <laughs> uh, my parents have a story on him. Um, uh, okay, so I think, the again, it's since it's been about four months since our last podcast, I think the last one I did, <laughs> since we were rolling out of winter, I drink a little less whiskey, you know, in the summers. We're getting hotter. Um, I think the last one I did was a tequila, and I'm going to keep rolling with this because I've had a couple tequilas since it's been four months. Um, I have a couple of tequilas that I've been hanging around. They each had one one drink left in them. To I was trying to avoid bottle kills, and I wanted to kill them on the podcast, so I had a couple extra to mm. keep me rolling with the bottle you know, the kills. Here. Yeah, when you kill them, it's empty. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. my bad. Um, so yeah, finish this off tonight with my drink. This is Casanoble uh, tequila. Uh, this is the crystal. 
It's pretty sure it's like Tierra Noble. Now it's Casa Noble. Yeah, Casa Noble tequila. This is the Blanco or the Cristal. Um, mm. Of course, this is uh, Jalisco again. These are all out of the Jalisco region. That's where a lot of the good stuff is from. Um, this is great. This is actually their old bottle. Um, they've since, since I've gotten this, they've been the last, I don't know. I've had this for a while. Um, they, the new bottle is tall and sleeker looking, but has the same top here, but very good for tequila. This is actually one of the tequilas, um, that a lot of stores recommend. It's no, uh, additives. Um, it's all, uh, the, the, um, uh, the, Tequila, the, the um, agave is extracted in the traditional way, not like in a chemical way like a lot of these are. So it's a, more of a traditional one. Very, very good. I have this in the ranch water right now. Um, it is great in that. It's it's very good. It's not, it's not heavy on like a pepper. It's not super heavy on a citrus or floral. Just, you know, I feel like very balanced on tequila. Some can get a little too too funky one way. But, again, very, very good. It's definitely uh, a great mixer um, for uh, margaritas, palomas, ranch waters, whatever. Probably 35 bucks or so. Probably in the normal mm. range for tequila that, again, anything about cheaper than 25 is garbage. Um, but, yeah, highly recommend Casa Noble. Got a couple others next couple podcasts. Going to kill off a couple more tequilas. Did you say, are you just drinking that on the rocks right now? No, ranch water. Ranch water. Ranch Good. water. So that is um, uh, totally losing my head here. That's with, uh, oh my gosh. Agave. Agave. No, well, yeah, some agave, but gosh. All right, all right. Fridge, fridge. Oh losing my, my mind here. Here we go. Um, Topo Chico. How can I, I was going to say Topo Chico. Chico. Yeah, yeah, okay. Topo Chico. Oh, somebody's Lots living on the hog. Wow. You get them Must at Costco. Be nice. You get, like, you get an 18 nice. pack at Costco for the yeah. same price as a 12 pack at HEB or something. It's all that all that money he's saving by working from home. He can afford Topo oh, Chico. Here we go again Jeez, with please. the working from home. Okay, guys. No gas bill. Mm-hmm. No, you don't have to buy any clothing. Okay. I do. No I'm looking. Yes, I work <laughs> with no shorts on. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm oh, looking know. forward to coming down to Stevens for the theme night. So you have the margarita and brisket night, and then the well, I guess that probably be brisket taco night, and then I mean the whiskey and head down to craft. I mean, I'm. Oh, yeah. uh, are you? You got a? I'm looking for a dynamite homemade margarita, Steven. Don't let us down. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do a night over here. I'm gonna right. do a full Guy Fieri style. It's gonna oh, love that. include the donkey sauce. So yeah, we're good. All right, Mike, what you drinking? Or right, if, I have, if you still have uh, any left? <laughs> yes, I have this one from St. <laughs> Arnold's, which is out of I think Mark's done at least one of these before. Out of oh yeah, out of the Houston area, um, on the north side of downtown there. So this one is called the Banger IPA. Um, either one of you know what a banger is? Bangers and mash, it's a sausage, uh, isn't it? I don't, right? I sausage? don't think so. Because bangers okay. and mash, sausage and mac. Uh, it's a city in Maine. It's a city in Bangor. Maine. Hmm. Any other potential definitions? Banger, um, um pistol, banger goes bang. Um, so this particular one, workers. I had to check. 
check the website and it says bangers are upbeat, vibrant, and catchy. Just oh. like our new banger IPA. Hmm. For banger nights, we'll have DJs playing nothing but bangers. Grab oh. a banger IPA, put in a request, and enjoy the night. DJs. So you uh, said DJs a banger. Did you know that, Stephen? Is that a whippersnapper uh, thing? That's yeah. That's like <laughs> a new jive jive word for like hmm. a hit, uh, like a hit song. It's a banger song. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I guess. Okay. I mean, so this is a eight point four percent. It's an imperial hazy IPA. Uh, notes of tropical fruit, melon, and citrus, balanced by a soft bitterness and smooth mouthfeel. Um, so you know, you all know by now, I'm a sucker for hazies. Um, home run for me here because it's Houston, and it's an imperial, and it's a hazy. Uh, but I don't really like it. Um, I uh, it's got it's got some weird kind of crustacean flakes. <laughs> no, that's just the Houston water that they make it with. Yeah, that's that the, might be something. That's else. that Gulf uh, water carcinogens. Um, <laughs> so the, the you might want to go get that, that checked. Like I love a good hazy, but I I don't love things that arbitrarily have high <sighs> ABV because I feel like it makes it too sweet or bitter or whatever. I wanted to ask you, Stephen, as the resident bourbon expert, when you mm. like, is there such a thing I'm assuming as overkill, right? Where it's like if something is 40 percent or 80 proof, like that can be good. But then if it's arbitrarily heated, I forget what you called it, bottled and bond too heated, whatever. Like at some point, it's just like it gets you don't need that extra ABV and it oh, starts yeah. to detract. Yeah. The, like the new thing for whiskeys, for example, is this barrel proof meaning that they're not proofing it down to 80 or to 100. It's just straight out of the barrel, and it can be um, uh, 120, you know, 125 or something like that, or 100 and something's got up to 135, and it is, it is light you on fire. Like, you, I mean, it's, it's fire to the throat. So uh, some guys like that, but I'm like, that's not – you lose enjoyment at a certain level. I do think that whiskey's prime between 100 – and like 112, that's kind of like the perfect whiskey or 95 up. But yeah, I mean, too low is weak and the too, too high is just, holy cow, it's not enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah, that's, and my old pappy'd say, one, you know, 120 proof. My old pappy say, be crawling around on your nose, that kind of <laughs> ABV. But yeah, this, <laughs> I, uh, I loved everything about this one going in, but just, uh, you know, I, I think my lesson is, there's no need to go with the Imperials. I don't know if I'm sold on all these sessions yet. If you haven't caught wind in the market, session means like it's arbitrarily lower ABV. Not arbitrarily, but uh, lower ABV and these Imperials are higher. So I, I'm fine to kind of stick with the, the regular ones. Uh, shifting into flavor country. So um, I was originally going to come back with a review on the Bluebell ice cream that the uh i think steven had recommended here as being one of the best of all time i did in honor of the masters though i did want to ask if you all had a chance to think about what your master's menu would be i don't know if you mm -hmm. if you saw scotty scheffler's but i think it was like three different kinds of burgers and maybe some chicken tenders and i you know i don't it wasn't anything 
it let's just put it this way it'd probably be pretty good on on jackie and gary player's stomachs like it's not going to cause them it's pretty vanilla um but uh did you did you all get a chance to think about what your your menu might look like if you were the masters winner and you had all those uh high profile folks joining you for dinner and you were the host pretty cool thing to think about mhm i'm a, you know, for me yes i've thought about it uh i i'd probably go italian i think a lot of my uh yeah. my heritage is italian so i'd do some sort of lasagna uh my mom makes a pretty darn good one you know i'd so i might get her recipe to make a lasagna I, you, you probably have like one piece to share for the whole table right okay like carmines one you know <laughs> one at one one time i tell it you know i try to get us you know from ordering uh enough to feed an army and uh, never live that down and we had leftovers that night by the way that we gave to for us. the homeless for the homeless yeah uh, I'm a las- I'm going lasagna. I'm doing some sort of salad, um, bread. <laughs> you know, I'm a pretty pretty easygoing guy. And uh, for dessert, I think a nice cinnamon ice cream. Um, you know, and maybe a cinnamon, cinnamon coffee. coffee. Of oh, course, oh, just kill off a couple of those old Ray Floyd <laughs> going down that's on one how knee. You, that's how you get rid of the competition. <laughs> You get it. You take oh, him out of commission. Man. But I do Italian. I think I'd go with the Italian menu. Okay. Well, did you Mikey, have anything special? Well, yeah, What's you kind of Italian lasagna for the very golden night. Like you, you I have like you go do some push-ups. Anything in the kitchen, and some of the best chefs making this. And you're like, yeah, just give me a Garfield meal, anyways. Yes. Well, hold um, on. Let me, but let me check you there. Do you think that this is like mass produced crap? Or like if Scheffler says, Hey, I want a slider, like the it best is chicken like, fingers they're like, ever. it's the best slider in the world. Like, I think it's high quality. I think with yeah, the chefs that they have yeah. there, I do think it is like, I think each thing is phenomenal. Like yeah, I would okay. bet that everything is in the in the upper echelon of that category of that food. I mean, Hideki okay. didn't bring in HEB sushi, right? I mean, he brought in a legitimate sushi chef, you know, to come in and make that stuff, which I think is awesome. So I'm gonna bring in, you know, a legitimate Italian to come in and make lasagna. Thank you. Steven, what are you going to make? Yeah, honestly, like, Mike, you kind of crapped on it, like Scotty's menu, but I, I think the back half of his menu is what mm-hmm. I would do. Like, the front half, he has the cheeseburger sliders, the firecracker shrimp, firecracker shrimp. I love both of those. Are those things I crave? No, but I would maybe do, like, you know, mini brisket tacos, right? That would oh. be maybe my starter. I don't know, a soup, maybe like a tomato basil or something. You know, this is not all going to flow. <laughs> thing. They're not going to flow. But I mean, you do his, bang bang his, shrimp. I bet that's where Scotty's getting that from. Bang bang shrimp at the uh, Hearthstone Country Club. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think so. Um, <laughs> but the, for for the entree, for the entree, a ribeye mm. and black and red fish. Love both of those. Mm. And then my favorite dessert, a warm chocolate chip skillet cookie Ooh. with some ice cream. That's the, nice. Milk and ice cream. That that sounds phenomenal like the back half of that menu i wouldn't touch the front half i might change up a little bit so 
if there's a mm-hmm. I actually looked at the last 10 masters menus and of all the last 10 or maybe 15 I would I this is the dinner I'd want to be at based on the menu some of them the other ones are great they're very unique but to me mm-hmm. what I love and what I crave this is this is the uh, dinner I'd want to be at yeah, I, I agree. I thought everything Scotty had was was delicious and, and other people either try to get too fancy or it's, you know, too too out there. Um mine was was you know, I, I would think I would try to hearken more back to to my roots in a way. Now I'm not gonna roll out an Indiana tenderloin sandwich, but you know, maybe something like mm. you know, mom Caesar, like I like my my mom Caesar, if I could, maybe a uh, like a lobster bisque. I feel like um, that that would be pretty dynamite. And then I, you know, I'd roll into. I I give a few options. I I kind of do like more down to earth, like maybe a a smash burger, uh, but then also offer like a little bit unconventional surf and turf, like Mary maybe the the Perry's pork chop with a sesame crusted. Uh, tuna um, with some nice like a soy glaze on that uh, you, you gotta have the bread now Mark I, I think you said French bread or something I would go with the Parker house rolls now I don't know if you oh. had Parker house rolls before mm-hmm. absolutely incredible maybe a little bit of rosemary seasoning on top and then um, Stephen I I think you trumped <laughs> me with the cookie skillet because I like that's pretty tough to beat. That's Scotty. Scotty. Mm-hmm. That wasn't but me. I, I think I would have to do an homage uh, to the great state of Georgia. I'd probably do like a peach cobbler with extra crumble on top. And Mark stole my um, cinnamon coffee. Oh, yeah. oh, you're just trying to get the fan votes on that mm. one. You know, a little Georgia. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to get the Georgia locals to you know, hoot and holler for you a little more. Yeah. And, and chuckle on the other guy's backswing. uh but yeah i no it it is fun to dream i i was wondering to myself a little bit whether or not it would actually be uh good food um and and you you would hope that it's like hey we're cooking for these folks like this is going to be the best of of everything that you've ever had um so i'll be i'll be interested to see what the reviews are on on scotty's um scotty's dinner and uh, in his speech mm-hmm. overall, and obviously just the uh, overall dynamic of having having lived there. So it's going to be spicy, regardless of if the food is. Um, there's a master's food kit out there. I don't know if you saw this. It's $175. To me, it's a bit of a scam. Yep. It includes the egg salad, the pimento cheese, the barbecue pork, the potato chips, uh, cookies, cups, wax paper and coasters so for 175 dollars you know i i would have expected the the piece de resistance which is the um the uh peach ice cream sugar cookie Mm -hmm. um sandwich but that was you know not on there they could have they could have you know froze dried that and whatever yeah um baby but all this other stuff i'm kind of like eh uh, Steven, I know you love the pimento cheese. I'm I'm probably with you on that. The rest of the stuff I could could do without for $175. Yeah. For me, I am already kind of making my plans. I think Thursday, Friday at the house, make an egg, 
egg salad sandwiches, mm-hmm. and then the best mm. pimento cheese that you can buy. You can get it at Kroger. It's called mm. Palmetto Cheese. It's out of South Carolina, and mm. it is the it's the best one they can get. They have like two different varieties. The original is where it's at, and going to Kroger, getting a, at least a tub, maybe two. And that's that's a hmm. Saturday Sunday enjoyment, um, probably with something on the smoke or two. Now, do you do you crisp that up a little bit? Do you put it on the grill, melt the cheese a little bit, or is that just like like raw have, white bread and raw cheese? I, trust me, I've done the more um, you know fancy French version with the crust, <laughs> a little bit of butter, you know, make it up nice Beige crispy. Mel. But you know, for me. I, I got to go with tradition. It's just a standard white okay. bread, it, you know, cut, cut in a, you know, mm. the triangles, just how it is there at the masters. Maybe they're not even cut. Maybe I'm making that up. Don't quote me on that, oh, but just no. standard white bread straight okay. out of the bag, slap it on there. I think I'm going to get a little and try and crisp it up on the grill. I think that that nice. sounds, sounds pretty delicious. Very to me. French. Yeah. Very French. Hmm. Um, I mean, French aren't the only ones that cook, but okay. Uh, no, like so, a croque, croque monsieur, croque madame, you know? From oh, croguerre. Yeah. Croguerre. From croguerre. But I'm telling you, that's uh, the best palmetto, uh, palmetto, palmetto? palmetto okay. cheese. Uh, yes. I'll run down there see if I can find it. Uh, I was challenged by the host here. So, hey, Stephen, here's one yes. place where hey, I didn't Stephen. let you down. Uh, one oh. place I – yeah. Hard to believe. Um, so they asked me to try this Blue Bell cookies and cream cone ice mm-hmm, cream. Mm-hmm. And so I, I gave it a try. If you haven't had a chance to try Blue Bell, on, quite honestly, I don't know the distribution for Blue Bell. I don't know if it's across the country or if it's no. just. No. Okay. Well, thankfully, we can get it here. They got all kinds of flavors. Pretty, really good. They come in way too big of containers, if you ask me. But uh, this one is. A creamy vanilla ice cream combined with chocolate creme filled cookie crumbles. Sounds like Oreos to mm-hmm. me. Chocolate cone pieces. Like if you ever had one of them drumsticks, it's got the the uh, the drumstick and the, the fudge layer um, coated in dark chocolate and a chocolate fudge swirl. So mm. I I love I love ice cream. I mm-hmm. love Cookies and cream. Um, I love the I love fudge. I love um, the drumsticks. I gotta say, Stephen, this is a this is a five out of five, ten out of ten. Whoa, it yes. is a it yes. is the wow. best of all worlds. It's the best yes. of all worlds. Hell yeah! It's, it's incredible. Um, I was a huge fan of their cookie two step, which is I think kind mm-hmm. of a mash of cookie dough and oreo but to me yep. this is just um i think i honestly think it's the introduction of all the extra chocolate and just having yeah. that with the crispy bits um and the standard cookies and cream like it is it's amazing it's the go-to awesome i was ready for you to rip this to shreds and be like mm. no there's better i was fully prepared for standard mike this sucks you led me down a bad road <laughs> i watched the polter episode it sucks kind of a situation so to hear 10 out of 10, tippy top of Bluebell, like yeah. that, that makes me happy. Hopefully, yeah. uh, it is, you know, like, again, it's a seasonal. So hopefully you're keeping mm. that semi-stocked because before long, kind of this time frame, April, May, 
gone until next January. Mm-hmm. Why is everything we love only seasonal? It's a it's because you gotta torture. like yeah, you gotta build up that excitement for it. You have it and then they just rip it away and you gotta wait till the next season. Yeah. We got three MBAs here, right? We understand economics. That's oh, that's yeah. scarcity. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and then you also you also asked me to take a look at the, the timeout restaurant there in uh, in Chapel Hill. Yes. So I had a chance to mm-hmm. go there. They have like this um I, I didn't know about this, Steven. Did you say that you saw that on the um Man versus Food Show? Yes. Yep. Okay. I want to go back and watch the restaurant because typically that was some sort of and I don't know if that's where he did the challenge. But typically, it's like trying to eat too much kind of thing. This was a uh, like a uh, chicken biscuit sandwich kind of place. Mm-hmm. Uh, this particular one had, I think, I think had like a slice of cheddar on it. So, um, all in all, it was pretty good. Like all the, it, was, it wasn't a fancy place. It's there right near uh, University of North Carolina. The biscuit was amazing. Um, the you know, if if you've had Chick Fil A, like I, I think you kind of expect a lot out of a piece of chicken, and I and I would say like it was a good cut of chicken. Um, it just maybe I don't know. It's like you you taste Chick Fil A, and then you kind of expect everything else to be as delicious. Yeah. But it was it was still mm-hmm. really delicious, and the piece of cheese was a was a nice add. But uh, it it was a cool place on campus. There, it's open twenty four hours, which you mm-hmm. I feel like you don't find as much anymore and they had like a bunch of people in there taking pictures doing the the timeout logo like they had Roy <laughs> Williams famous coach and some some other people in there doing the the timeout um so that, that was uh that was a recommend but uh make, makes me want to go back and get either a a Whataburger or a Chick-fil-A um chicken oh, sandwiches because it was so good great. all right on to Marnak so mm. I don't don't remember where we left Marnak. Um, I think we had asked him about whether or not Phil would make the top 10 in a live event. And uh, of course he didn't. So I, I'm not going to go yeah. as far as to say Marnak's perfect this year, but he's pretty, pretty close, pretty, pretty darn good pretty so close. far. Oh man. Um, yep. So here's, I, I got a twofer um, for you today though. And I don't, I don't yeah. know how easy they are. We're going to start with the masters. Um, so the question for Marnak here is Uh who, which side would you take to win? Uh So I'm going to give you one of two sides. Okay. Your options are Ram. Who's, who's cooled down considerably since when I originally proposed this Ram Rory, who's obviously looking for the, uh, career grand slam. Mm Mm-hmm. And live contingent. So you, so that's one camp is Rom, Rory, and the live contingent versus the rest of the field, which includes the likes of Scotty Scheffler, others, Spieth, Spieth. Spieth. Mm-hmm. So what does uh, what does Marnak say? Man, that's a good one. Uh... I'm here all week. I know, I know. Rory is really playing well, but I think I say that every week because, like, he plays well every week. I okay. feel like, I feel like Rory's got a lot to prove. Sorry, 
He wants to prove a lot in this Masters. A, he need, wants to win it because it'll be the career grand, grand slam. B, been playing pretty well. Uh, C, and this could have been A. <laughs> the He's been so vocal against Liv and the whole nine yards, and now there's going to be the top, whatever, 18 Liv players, 16, whatever the number is. Liv players back, back at the Masters. I think he's got a little chip on his shoulder. Uh, and he wants to win this one, mm. period. Uh, and I know that you gave me Rory, Rom, and Liv versus everybody else, but I, I think I still think Rory and Rom are, are, you know, whatever two and three in the world behind Scheffler. Uh, and and I'd never want to vote vote, you know, go against Scheffler, but uh, I feel like Rory, it's got to be this year or next year. He is going to win the freaking Masters. I just know it. Um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go your first option there. I'm gonna go Rory, okay. Rom, Liv. I'm Man, it's, but it sounds like live. you would have taken really Rory versus the pretty field. much. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Do you agree? Steve, I mean, do you agree playing... with that? I'm conflicted because I I do want Rory to finish the career Grand Slam. I do think after a, a, some driver woes a couple tournaments ago, mm-hmm. he's really figured it out. It seemed like at that Dell. Um, oh, yeah. So. I'm conflicted because I feel very confident on Rory, but also Scotty's playing well. I still like Spieth yeah. playing. Right. So, like, I I would probably have to go opposite just because there's so many other guys that are very close. Scotty, yep. Spieth, a couple others that are Homa. So, I would probably say the field just based yeah. on numbers alone. I think that's okay. fair. I, I Like, I, I just I, – man, I, Rory, I just feel like Scott would do it one of these days. But I'm with you. I, I'm, this is a split decision on Marnak. I, I don't mean to be wishy-washy, but I, I really like Rory, but I also totally get the logic of the field there. Yeah, we could have done a fun one, like, will anybody from Liv even make the cut? Um, I mean, <laughs> well, okay, they might make the cut, but that last round is going to be really tough. I yep. mean, you start getting that 55th <laughs> hole is going to start being a little challenging. Uh, I don't even know Ooh. if Normie's allowed on premises. So I'll be interested to see that. Uh, only winners, only winners. Too soon. D- does the name uh, does the name Jeff Knox ring oh, a yeah. bell? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it sounds like I don't know if you the know guys living. Mark, that but... guy used to live the dream. Like that guy oh, yeah. is. Wasn't he like dream. the marker or whatever? Or the yeah, yeah. He was the club champion every year and was the marker yeah. on with uh, any odd odd. Um, uh, cut number. Yep. He, oh, was, yeah. he was always cheering for an odd cut. And yeah. he beat he he beat he straight beat up Rory yeah. and yeah. so yeah. many guys. Yeah. I mean it's crazy. It would encourage the listeners if you don't know who Jeff Knox is, uh take a look at, at his story. Uh got you know club member, <clears throat> probably club champ out at Augusta. Yep. Got a chance as the as the fellows here have said to to play occasionally when they needed an extra player and uh you know knew, knew every nook and cranny and break mm-hmm. on the course he he hung it up so i don't know if last year was his last year or the year before mm-hmm. but they've got some new guy from from the philly area um i think that that maybe one out at pine valley or something like that so it's uh yeah it's absolute dream job but a good one to google there i i feel like that's probably one of those things that was lore 
forever. And then with the, the current social media age, it's one of those things, like a lot of things at Augusta, that's, mm. that's just hard to hide now, but it's a pretty cool story. Um, sec number two for Marnak. Bring it. Who's going to win the final four? So a bit oh of a gosh. hodgepodge here. Seriously. Good got gosh. Number nine, Florida Atlantic versus number five, San Diego State. And then uh, second one is number five, Miami Hurricanes versus number four, Yukon Huskies. Uh, I mean, I got to go with the hot hand here. I feel like, I, I, obviously, they've all been winning. But I feel like Yukon looked pretty darn good um, in their game. Miami obviously came back on Texas. Mm-hmm. FA, like Florida Atlantic and, and geez, we, like where do these teams come from? goes back to parody and college basketball. But I think Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going UConn. I feel like they're riding the high here. They've, they've come in pretty hot. Their team, uh, you know, fully there, healthy, whole nine yards. So I don't know. I gotta, I'm going UConn. I have zero clue here. So this is probably the most unprepared, un, uh, I feel, on any Marnak pick ever. But I'll go UConn, sure. Well, it happens to be the chalk pick. They're uh, five and a half point mm-hmm. favorites against Miami, and then of course, Florida Atlantic's a nine seed. So yeah, that I think that's that's probably a pretty good pick, but um, mm-hmm. pretty crazy. No, no number ones. Oh. I mean, no, no number threes even. Yeah, no twos. Yeah, threes. Give me a break. Yeah, they, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, UConn's won every tournament game so far by fifteen plus. I mean, they're. Uh, there's not a hotter team right now than them. I mean, they're they're clicking. Yeah, but I mean, imagine I, I if feel... you're Texas or U of H or I mean, one of these teams that was like this thing was set up for you to win. They're, yeah, and Purdue. It's like, per... <laughs> okay, um, yeah. just crazy. I mean, I feel like there's just a lot of parity and volatility. I mean, there there were many games, right? Mm-hmm. Like somebody's down ten, fifteen. I'm like already. Yeah. I just, I just, yep. it's something crazy Texas, going on. Texas in was up thirteen points on Miami. Yeah, in the second half. Yeah, crazy so, times. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm going UConn. It's a but sad one, know. though, Stephen. Uh, this is going to be Jim Nance's final four, hanging on. Mm-hmm. You, you know his famous thing at the Final Four, what he does, and this is, I think, oh, going to yeah. end this last year, right? He gives out his his final tie, um, his his to the. I think it's a winning, and maybe like a senior on the team uh, mm-hmm. of the winning team, something like that. But no more, uh, no more Nance ties going nope. out there after this year. It's going to be sad. Maybe, maybe the next guy again is going to be Ian Eagle is going to be replacing him. I really like like his announcing. Um, uh, he, Romo, he wears ties. Maybe Romo will be there. Who knows? No, but Ian wears <laughs> ties. Maybe Ian will keep it going, or maybe Ian will switch to bow ties and keep it with bow ties, or maybe bolos or something. I don't know. I don't bolos. really take it for a bolo guy. Quality. But, um, but no, I think it's in good hands with Ian moving forward. But it is sad, you know these mm-hmm. these names, these people that we've grown up with. Mm. Just this voice. You know, this voice of Fergie and an angel that is, you know, uh, Nance just <laughs> leaving us on basketball. And then, you know, before long, guys, we're going to have to deal with the reality of this in golf. And that's that's going to be that's going to be detrimental. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, let's not think about it. But well, that's, <sighs> four, that's all not I think could about think it. about. Was like, don't you know? Don't do it to me, Nance, because I feel like you're starting to back out of stuff mm-hmm. when this happens. And um, but I do think he said he's trying to call like at least fifty masters or so. He's he's gonna he's gonna mm-hmm. ride that one till the end. But yeah, it's a little little sad. He does it with Raftery. Hey, mm-hmm. Raftery's got to be in his eighties. So it's like, yeah. I'm like, come on, the Grand Hill. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Anyway. Okay. Well, we'll uh. Yeah. We'll take a look at those Marnak, and um, I, I can't wait, can't wait to watch the Masters. It's gotta be one Me of the most so. exciting ones Man. of all time. Department of Corrections, not too oh, bad. No, you can even remember, but that's, uh, the, that's it right there. We shouldn't even do anything. Yep. There is a a, a lawsuit in golf, um, unrelated to Ooh. Live, which is our, oh. the uh, weekend at Berkman's lawsuit, um, Robleski Haddix versus Snyder. Um, okay. So we'll get down to the bottom of that sometime. Um, okay. But a lot, lot of, yeah, we need to figure that one out. Steven had referenced that. I think last episode I had, I had forgotten about that one yeah. in the archives. When you said that there's another golf lawsuit, I was, I was like, wait, did, did, did Patty Reed, Patty Reed did, who, do something who's he here? suing what this time? Yeah. Who's <laughs> the local suing this time? Who's he going for? But, <laughs> hey, it's only a matter of time for he's coming for us. And bring it on, mm-hmm. P. Reed. Bring it on. <clears throat> See you at the ninth green at Careful nine. what you wish for. Bring it on, Patty. Great. Uh, run a mile. Whoever, whoever runs the mile faster, you win the lawsuit. Yes. Stephen bring Adams, it on, Patty. LLC. Yeah. Um, I, I had mentioned that, uh, sauerkraut was a slaw, you know, I did a little bit more research that was in reference to a Reuben sandwich. I think, Mm. I think what I said holds, um, but of course you're right. Sauerkraut is, is more specific. So I would, I don't, I don't know that I would ever put coleslaw on there. No. Sauerkraut. Sacrilege. Mark, you mentioned that Robin Williams was on on TGIF, right? I think <laughs> I think maybe you had mentioned that, and I said no way. At believe it or not, he was on one episode of something called Meet Hanson, um, Umbops. So he was he was on there. I think I was thinking Mork and Mindy or something like that. Yeah, that ain't that ain't TGIF, but he he did yeah, make okay, at least whatever. one one appearance. So Mia culpa there. Uh, Mark, you mentioned that Talks oh. Tony Phil was a hedgehog. Mm-hmm. Um, it's of course a groundhog. Whatever, groundhog is the of the order Rodentia. Um, from oh. biology, I will ask you. Though, I will challenge you, Mark. Do you know who the most famous hedgehog of all is? Sonic. There, there you go. I yep. wanted to um, make sure you got it. Wasn't sure if you knew that. Uh, video game fame. Yes. <laughs> Mike, question. Speaking of Sonic, do you know where Sonic originated from? The Sonic fast food brand originated from mike it's Get gotta it be found or pay the fountain price. square Stillwater. it is Stillwater. Stillwater, Fount- oklahoma fountain square water america yeah, not fountain, fountain square, square no there. it actually was like a tenth of a mile from mm-hmm. the house i lived in my senior year i could pretty much like stand on the roof and see the sign wow okay that makes hit a little it, more sense nine iron to it yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew a Sooner yeah. who was like addicted to Sonic, and I was like, "What? What is so special about?" It? I do love their ice cream. It's a little bit thicker, a little bit more mm-hmm. custardy, 
I think I tried one of their burgers once. It was trash. And the other appetizers seemed like <laughs> wow. frozen food. But hey, their their uh, pretzel stick. There's pretzel oh, sticks yeah. with cheese is actually pretty dynamite, and they're like a dollar fifty or something. Okay, Just throwing it out there, Mike. I no, I do, I do like, I yeah. They, it reminds me a little bit of Auntie Every time I go to an airport, I get Auntie oh, yeah. cheese sauce. It's yep. kind of a guilty pleasure, but I, gosh, do I love it. Uh, Stephen, you mentioned Tiger Woods PGA Tour on on EA Sports was hmm? was maybe short lived. It was actually from 1999 to 2014. What a 15 years that they had that franchise. You mentioned you were a big. NCA football, better believe uh, it. Fan, <laughs> is is it just me better or play, player of the the EA Sports games, football? Whether that was NCAA or football, is it just me or do you think that's terribly unrealistic? Like, there's no tackling, constant mm. interceptions, no pu- no pass interference calls. It's garbage. It was way better than Madden. I could not stand Madden's gameplay. I, again, I don't know what it was, probably because I just never really liked NFL, but I thought the gameplay of the college game was so much more fun, partially because it's like college. You're going to have more interceptions and more more craziness. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to run up the score a bit more, but that was the game I played the most, and me and my buddies in college, that's – that we played that and had a lot of lot of fun playing that, doing a little bit of betting and all the sort of stuff. Yeah, tournaments. Yeah. That was that was fun. Okay. What but I there did. were unrealistic components, like no no yeah, holding. No, calls yeah, fair, and, fair. Like, come on. Which yeah, no, I agree. Uh in the uh James Bond diatribe, I did mess up. I said that uh, you know, Bond was driving in a glacier in the world is not enough. That was, of course, die another day. I mean, I'm not even really sure it was Classic. a glacier, but that's yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, both those a fjord, maybe. Both those Brosnans, not as best, if you ask me. Mark, you mentioned that there yeah, might have been some bomb cyclone that was coming. Mm-hmm. I think you were wrong, but there actually was something else that came through the Houston area. Did did either one of you catch the name of that? The storm phenomenon. Oh, they're always making up. Names. They're making up stuff. Give me a break. To, you know, they're talking there about the There was a bomb cycle. It's river been a while. And, yeah, uh, give me a break. Yeah, I the mean, rivers. This oh, one geez. was called the Haboob. So that was the, oh, yeah. that was the one that, that rolled through. You yeah. do not talk to me like that. And, uh, Stephen, you tried to claim some credit against playing golf this year, one of the 18 times being with mm. me. The time you and I played was in 2022, pal. So, Wait, really? Um, that was really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. I swore that was January. Man, time flies when you're having time. fun. Gosh, damn. Okay. So I'm only wow, at one this out. year. I said, gosh, I'm only at one. I thought I was at two out of 18. So, all right. Mm. Yep. And that was a putting exhibition. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. How to not putt with Dorf on Golf. That's, uh, that's what that <laughs> one was. Hmm. All right, let's round it out for the Ooh. evening. It's been a good one. It's been a long one, but we needed to get back in the saddle. Got to get back in the saddle. Local knowledge. Going to start with the old man. Well, guys, it probably goes without saying, but I'll say it anyway. Uh, you know, you got to cherish your loved ones. Um, I think I share it with you guys. And my dad's uh, battling some cancer and uh, happy to, to report about halfway through, not quite halfway through, but things are going well. He's doing okay. 
treatments are progressing. So that's good news. He's in good Very spirits. Nice. Yeah. And uh, he made it out to the Texas Rangers opening uh, day game today and even made it on TV. He sent me a picture of himself wow. on TV. I'm like, Dad, your seats are a little too close. Was oh, his shirt still on? <laughs> his shirt Spending the inheritance. On. Spending the inheritance. I'm like, how about we tone it down a little bit, pal? <laughs> Let's get up for uh, level. Jeez, Louise. I mean, go outfield, you know, like spend spend a little less. Um, also, I think this year is the year of uh, just kind of re-emphasizing balance at work. I think uh, there might be a couple of podcasters here that uh, might become colleagues at mm. the old workplace here pretty soon. <laughs> and uh, we're going to stress balance, balance as we work our butts off on whatever it is we're doing. <laughs> but anyway, um Balance, guys. Balance is important. Uh, make sure you understand uh, what it is that uh, is important. Uh, a guy that works for me at work uh, didn't want to ask for some time off today to go see his kid at a recital. And I'm like, that's not even acceptable in my book. You will go to that recital. And uh, and, and I love this guy to death. And uh, I bring that up only to say, make sure you take time out for the things that matter. Um, and generally, that's not going to be filling out one more report, doing one more PowerPoint at work. It's uh, hanging out with your family. Nothing against that stuff. It's important. I know we all got to do our work and get paid, but uh, focus on the things that matter. That's me, local knowledge. All right. Steve. Right. Well, actually, with what Mark said, perfectly sets me up for mine. Um, yes. And let me back up a little bit. Since we haven't podcasted in uh, four and a half months, I had several <laughs> good local knowledges that I've completely forgotten. I had one oh, that I had a phenomenal it. one, of course. Mm, I, I mm. thought it would be the next sure. week and then sure the next week. And, of course, I've slept a couple times in that four and a half months, me, me, five and a half, whatever it's been. Um, but anyways, this marks perfectly sets up for mine. Um, Mark was talking about balance of work and doing – mine is, guys, start planning now the best week of the year is next week start mm. planning your menu start planning your work <laughs> excuse for wednesday <laughs> afternoon to watch the par three and thursday oh, yeah. and friday coverage starts on the app early in the afternoon and espn i am already guys needless to say i'm i'm a week out I feel a faint stomach bug coming on yeah. in the last two and a half days. Um, I, I'm glad. I don't think any. And you'll rebound on this. Saturday morning. You'll get to be better on Saturday morning. I yes, 100. Yeah. Um, percent mm-hmm. I feel it coming on. There will be something that happens Wednesday afternoon in last through Friday evening, and I will be, for the most part, unavailable. Um, this is just how it goes. It's it's two days, two and a half days every single year. These are the only ones where mm. I feel a little faint. Um, yeah. I, I, I need to focus <laughs> on my health and whatever battles I'm struggling. And I need to sit on a comfy couch mm-hmm. with a good drink and some <clears throat> vittles and oh. just, just enjoy, enjoy mm. life and enjoy whatever might be on TV and, and these nice, you know, people talking to you, some great, you know, theme music too, birds mm-hmm. chirping, 
Azaleas. Azaleas doing their thing. uh, Mm -hmm. Mouth-watering to peach ice cream sandwiches. So needless to say, Mm. plan accordingly now. Figure something out. Start prepping. So you have a good option to go to your boss manager. Or maybe you manage yourself. And you know what? Just do what you got to do. But if most of us report to somebody, (sighs) some of us stakeholders, and and you know what? You just got to do what you got to do for yourself. Mm -hmm. So plan accordingly mike your hands up are you are you concerned Uh, no i'm not concerned i think it's great advice um (laughs) is it in your case though like (laughs) and i know i'm sound like a broken record but one wow i know where this is going yeah one well okay so i'll start with maybe the one you're not thinking yeah you got rid of a great excuse to be indisposed by getting rid of the tahoe I mean, it, it, if you had the Tahoe, it's Fair. like, hey, you know, Instant it broke excuse. down. I'm, I, I went out yep. for lunch or I went yep. out for <laughs> breakfast in the morning, broke down. I got to go to shop all day. So that yep. was that's your first mistake. Secondly, no, I still got my phone. You never escape work. If you have any electronics on you, you can call in. You can do stuff. So I, unless you don't know how to use it, like I know. <laughs> exactly. Go ahead. OK, what's number two, Mike, since I Numero shot that one dose. down? Number two is you get to work from home. You work from home. Give me a but break. I still have meetings. I still have stuff I do. Like I'm in five hours oh meetings. Like gosh, I, I want to be go. able to listen to the call. Like I want to be able <laughs> to listen to everything. <laughs> I, I can't have meeting here, paying attention, replying back, mm-hmm. uh, email here, update <laughs> this there. Like, no, no, no. Like I, I want to be fully media off, like computer mm-hmm. shuts. Uh, honestly, phone put away. Like sick. Will anybody yeah. actually know though if you're not working? Like I don't. I mean, wow. Let's be honest. What, I don't know. What, is, what does that mean? Wow, that, my point that, is, that, you can have it on. Like, will wow, you? The, will they not ass. know that you don't have it on? <laughs> no. Okay. All I mean. right. What? Well, okay. Like hey, you could have well, it on while at. I home. guess Mark's version of oh, taking geez, time for yourself is just you know. I don't know what the hell you think I do, but okay. No, that, yeah, yeah. No, you're, it's, you're, it's... you're a coach. You coach people. Okay. So anyway. what he didn't say was, Hey, you want to go to that recital? Fine. Your daughter sucks at violin anyway. That's what he, he left no. out. Wow. I'm saying if you work from home, which you do, you can have all of that on and you don't have to do the lying and about how sick I'm not you lying. Are. I, my stomach is starting to hurt oh. next week. Okay. <laughs> I guess what I don't understand is okay. can you just take two days off work and be fine? What do you mean? Mm. Sick days or like vacation? I'm not taking vacation well, days. I mean that. like be I mean like be not working. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not gonna test it. I'm just gonna be sick. He's gonna be sick. Do you have companies provide sick days? I'm feeling sick of work for two days so I can watch the Masters. More importantly, will you tell them thank you for providing you sick days? No. Okay. (laughs) All right. I want to see. I want to see this. I want to. I want to know. I'll document my next Thursday, Friday for you guys. I'll. I'll start with my coffee and my Masters cup, and I'll. I'll go all the way to the end of the day. My point is, if if the company can afford for you to be indisposed those two days, you have you owe it to this podcast to be sick those two days and listeners. Uh All right, your company. Okay, 
I don't know. Your they, company. They got a little haywire. <laughs> no, you're, you guys, you guys got, you guys are, I don't know. We'll have some Watch words. it. Watch it. All right. We'll have some words. Um, I wanted to ask you all, so my, mine's a, a mixed bag as it usually is. Hmm. So when you type on your uh, iPhone, do you, do you press individual letters or do you use the, the swipe deal? Letters. Letters. Okay. Do you Letters. spend more time backspacing than actually pressing buttons, or is that just me? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Autocorrect is horrible on my phone. I want to throw that thing into the river every time it comes on, and yes, I hit backspace okay. a lot. I think mm -hmm. I've implored Bob Cook on this podcast mm. multiple times. Like, can we get some products here? That Who's are... Bob Cook? Tim Apple. Yeah, that are Tim, Tim, like Tim friendly. Okay, yeah, I got gotcha. you. For the Hagrids of us that have you know larger <laughs> features, like I don't understand why I'm I'm seriously getting a repetitive stress injury from yeah. hitting backspace, and sometimes it's so it's crazy bad. because the space button is quite large, and I'll yeah. still hit the period three times before oh, hitting yeah. um, the space. So I'm glad to oh, see yeah. that that's not just me, not um, just you. I think Mark, you you had mentioned a, a minute ago about something something around like you don't need to sit here and stay at work to create more powerpoints to mm -hmm. uh, miss your daughter's recital. There you go. Um, but I'm I'm starting to get a little worried here about the AI uh -oh. and the future oh, yeah. of our jobs. Uh, Big time. People are starting to tell me now that there's going to be some Chat GPT or other hybrid products that will you know for instance create presentations in seconds mm -hmm. um, and so I'm, I'm starting to get a little worried that i'm gonna have a career i feel like the uh ai is gonna take over and um yep. start That's to do all their big big push right now to stop the investment in this while they while they figure some things out because it's that bad yeah i think mm -hmm. i think it uh we're we're in for a world to hurt here because that all of a, a sudden, I mean, that all of a sudden, if I'm, you know, creating 10 times as many PowerPoints as everyone else, mm. I don't know, maybe I just need to yeah. bite the bullet and harness the technology because mm -hmm. if you're doing 10 times another person, this is doing 10 to the 10th. Yeah. As you well this know, is Mike, 10 large, about 10 Mike. to the 10. This is 10, 10 to large. the 10. Uh, <laughs> so this then I can start my own company with just me and, and the robots. Bingo. You're, I, I mean, at, at some point in time, all the work is just going to be for the robots, and then it makes no sense because, like, what are we creating stuff for? It's dumb. Sorry. The real problem here, I think, is if you're a teacher because it's uh -huh. like instead of me spending hours learning about George Washington, right, I can just go to – chat gpt and say write me a paper on why george washington was a good leader mm -hmm. totally and it's done and then i got the rest of the day playing sonic like i don't ridiculous it's pretty crazy it's making me nervous but mm -hmm. i will see we'll see where it goes I, I felt like up until this point you really didn't have to spend a whole lot of time learning new stuff but now i'm mm -hmm. starting to feel like i'm gonna need to invest in learning that stuff um Stephen, you mentioned we actually mentioned pretzels several times here on this pod, um, but you you were talking about the Sonic pretzel. So I have some really good news for you, Stephen, and I want you to commit before I tell you. I want you to commit to this podcast. <laughs> well, 
commit like you guys or commit like me because oh the last here time I we go through, like you i'll, okay, I'll pander like if it makes you do it like All you right. we're, we're worthless you're smart we're ugly you're handsome wow I'm not even, um, wow too far a large fan favorite pizza company is bringing back pretzel crust Oh, good God. That's Coming... disgusting. <laughs> hot and ready. What? Coming no. soon. Hot and ready. No. Uh, Little Caesars. So I want you no. I want you to commit. We'll you got to commit to tomorrow, one Steve, slice. I'll come pick you up. No. Okay. I'm All not right, paying gotta... $5 for one slice. You already I'll committed. Pay. We'll, I'll pay. we'll bring Let's it come. over for free. Yeah, I'll come over. All right. I'll bring it to you tomorrow. You can even eat it on the porcelain if you want to, if it makes you comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> right through. Um that of course makes makes me happy though. I'm a fan of all things pretzel. If you haven't mm-hmm. hopped on the whole, I don't even know if it's a craze. It, it's one of those things where it's like I don't even know when it entered into the common mm-hmm. whatever. But Vernacular. all of a sudden you started to see, you know, pretzel buns, like a pretzel bun burger, those sorts of things. I think you're gonna love it, Stephen. I look forward to mm-hmm. to having mm-hmm. that with you. Now I'm definitely yeah, gonna need sick days. Oh, there you All go. Right. We'll bring I it to you on Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> I had I had little Caesars on Wednesday, and uh, what need I say more? Um, and then lastly, so maybe a little a little more serious and in line with with what Mark was saying. Um, you know, just to take some stock. Uh, I was I was listening to another pod where uh, where where Jim Nance was talking about how every year. Uh, before the Masters gets started, he goes over to Amen Corner and just kind of reflects on, you know, what the last year has been like and is, is thankful for the opportunities that he has. And, um, I, you know, I'm, uh, you, you get going in the hustle and bustle. You kind of forget what you got. You kind of forget maybe how good you have it. And then something, something bad happens or, you know, you get a flat tire on the way into work or an accident or whatever. And you're like, gosh, wouldn't it be nice if you could just go back to that time when things were a little better, a little simpler. So just, uh, take a chance to be thankful for what you got. Um, there's an old, you know, saying song, which is, you don't, you don't know what you have till it's gone. So just, uh, cherish your loved ones, be thankful for what you got. Um, you know, just don't, don't forget where you came from and how you you had probably had less than you do today, and that mm-hmm. was okay at the time, and it's okay now. So that's gonna do it. Another one in the books. Thanks everyone for joining. Weekend at Berkman's. Hope you have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Take care. <laughs>